Chapter 2 When his phone alarm went off, David blinked awake, rolled to his back, and stared up at the ceiling. Cold air brushed his face, but the pale early morning sun painted the room in soft, mellow light. He enjoyed the beautiful wood trim and the soft butter color on the walls, thinking it was the only room in the house that didn't need to be painted. His alarm beeped again, and David sighed and swiped his finger over the screen, shutting it off. He'd returned from his mom's with a flashlight, a bag full of candles and matches, and a Ziploc baggie full of homemade chocolate chip cookies. She'd tried to get him to stay in his old bedroom, but he'd insisted he'd be fine. Now he pushed up and crawled out of the sleeping bag he'd owned since his Cub Scout days, and gooseflesh broke out above the neck of his sweatshirt. He shivered, wrapping his arms around himself and started for the bathroom. It was damn cold in the house, and he didn't look forward to climbing into a freezing shower. He longed for a cup of hot coffee and chided himself for not accepting his mom's invitation. You're an ass, he muttered, and stubborn. He'd wanted to stay in his house, damn it, even if it meant his dick shriveled up to the size of a Vienna sausage when he stepped under the arctic blast in his shower. Thirty minutes later, he was still shivering, even fully dressed. Making his way quickly through the house, he paused at the built-ins in the dining room to pick up his keys, and his gaze fell on a lone business card, the ecru cardstock pale against the dark wood. His mother handed it to him when he was sitting at her table the night before. He'd put away more of his sister's roast than he cared to admit, and was enjoying a slice of his mom's chocolate cake. What's this? He wiped his mouth and read the neat, even print on the card. Jackson Henry? Handyman? Handyman. His lips twisted. What does that even mean? A man who's handy, Beth quipped. Which, much as I love you, dear brother of mine, you are not. He shot her a dark look. Okay, big guy, how do you plan to fix your little power problem? Hire an electrician? That'll only cost you a hundred dollars an hour. Why don't you give this guy a call? Shut up, he muttered. But she had him. He could decorate a home beautifully, but fix wiring? Not so much. Besides she went on, a sly smile on her face. You won't be sorry, Elizabeth. There was no way to miss the quelling look their mother shot his sister. Beth snapped her mouth closed and pinched her lips together, looking the other way. That was subtle, he drawled. What? Does he have two heads or something? Well, Beth's lips quirked. Elizabeth Ann, their mother scolded but a laugh lingered in her eyes. Behave yourself. All right, you two are being weird. David pushed his chair back. And when that starts, I know it's time for my exit. If you won't stay the night, at least come back for breakfast, his mother said as he stood. You won't even be able to make coffee over there. She was right. His elite edition Keurig machine was sitting on the counter in the condo across town with Trevor. I'll run by Starbucks, Mom. He bent and kissed her cheek. The softness of her skin and her floral perfume filled his senses, swamping him with nostalgia. She'd worn the same fragrance for all his life, 
Youth Do by Estee Lauder. His dad bought it for her every Christmas. Feeling a pang of loss, he realized he'd be the one making a trip to Macy's this year. I'll be fine. He started to throw the business card back on the cabinet. His mother and sister acted far too weird, and that was never a good thing. But at the last moment, he thought better of it and slipped the card into his slacks pocket as he headed out the door.